You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. And once again, you have found uh, the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. And yes, I'm here with my trusted canine co-host, Woody. Woody, how you doing? Well, Woody is a dog of few barks, but if Woody could talk because he can't, people, he's a dog. He can bark. And he's a long-haired miniature dachshund, so he has a very loud bark. So if he can talk, you can only imagine how loud he would be. But anyway, if he could talk, here's what he would ask of you. Because Woody does have a favor. And his favor is, please help us beat big tech. Now, big tech is out to suppress conservative voices. A prime example, mentioned it on the show yesterday, is YouTube. YouTube has come out and said that any channel that in a video discusses widespread voter because I can't even say it because if I say it, it'll be caught in their algorithm and they'll suppress me. Uh, so if anyone discusses widespread blankety blank with regards to the election, they're going to delete the video and in some cases delete the channels altogether. So who knows that could happen at any time because I'm just talking about the election. And if I start mentioning a certain phrase about wide dot, dot, dot spread dot, 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 then their algorithms will pick that up. Now here's how you can help us fight big tech. And yes, there's some whiff them in here, what's in it for me, but I want you to do this for all conservative voices on whatever channel or whatever apparatus it is that you listen on. It could be on podcasts, it could be on video channels, but if you're uh, attuned or aligned with a platform that is part of the big tech, whether it be Apple, whether it be YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all of them are impenet they're penetrated by frothing far-left radical left-wingers. They all are. I don't know why it is. I mean, I can assume, but you know what the late, great Benny Hill has taught us about assuming is you make an ass out of you and me. I make an ass out of myself quite often, so I don't need to make one out of you. There's no doubt about that. But you can help us by going to our channels or our platforms, our social media platforms, and uh, follow, like, share, subscribe, which is the biggest thing you can do is subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. So on Apple iTunes, please give us a share or give us a follow, and give us a five-star rating on YouTube, especially on YouTube. This helps move it up the algorithm quicker, and we are so close to meeting a threshold on YouTube, is please subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. You don't have to watch any of the videos. Just subscribe. Now, there's alt media that doesn't deal with this. And by the way, there's a great book written about it called Hashtag Deleted. I'm, I'm at a loss of the author's name, but it talks at length about how big tech, social media techs are writing into their algorithms to catch people's phrases uh, and to align them with conservative values. And whether or not you know, you're in the media, whether or not you're an opinion host, doesn't matter. If you have a business and on your website, you are putting some kind of phrases on there, like conservative phrases, they're going to push you down in the algorithm. And the one way that you can fight that algorithm is because it's written into their algorithm, they can't, they can't do anything about it, is by subscribing, by sharing, by liking, and all that stuff. And that moves every channel up in the algorithm. Don't do it just for this channel. No matter what conservative voices you're listening to on whatever apparatus it is, do it for all of them. Just get into the habit of start hitting a subscribe button. If you're on Rumble, by the way, we're on Rumble. Our video's on Rumble. Hit the Rumble uh, icon and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. This moves everything up in the algorithm. And guess what? 
the big tech social media giants can't do anything about it. They'll have to rewrite everything. So it's one way that you can help the show and it absolutely costs nothing. Now, another way if you want to help the show financially is go to patreon.com slash the PBL podcast and buy a membership anywhere from a dollar to $10,000 a month. That's right. I got one for $10,000 a month. All on you. So on today's show, we're going to talk about, let's give you a SCOTUS update. Not a whole lot to talk about or not a whole lot to update, but I want it. There are some things that have been happening and I think it's fascinating actually. Been using that word a lot in this election. Uh, Time has listed their person of the year and as according to Time, it's never just a person. There's always some other catch to it. So uh, you probably have already heard who it is. So we'll get into Time's persons of the year and how absolutely ridiculous it is. And how ridiculous the whole Biden campaign. Oh, did I just let the cat out of the bag? Did I just tell you who it was? Oh, crap. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's Biden and Harris. Absolutely ridiculous. We'll talk about that. Uh, Some more election nonsense because this just wouldn't be a normal day without election nonsense going on. And then uh, COVID, hey, you you know, why is it that COVID has reared its ugly head so much so? Because, oh, I don't know, the election nonsense. It kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? But yeah, I'm going to give you some more stuff about COVID that I think is... uh, it's just unbelievable. Then I got a bunch of miscellaneous stuff that we'll carry, some quick hits, if you will. But let's get into it. Let's get into the SCOTUS update. Now, if you go to supremecourt.gov, and I'll put this in the show notes, you, you'll see all the activities going on with this Texas lawsuit. Uh, and the, again, just real quick, the lawsuit is against Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, and Wisconsin. And what it's stating is, it's arguing, what it's arguing is because they changed the rules uh, that were not constitutional, because in the Constitution of the United States of America, it's the state legislature's that make the select the rules and how we vote for presidents in state by state. So what the Texas case is arguing is because they changed the rules, it disenfranchised all the voters in Texas. So, you know, is it a stretch? I don't know. I, I, all I know is this is getting so much play from both sides. Uh, uh, right now, I think we've got about 20 states that have signed on with it, either through uh, amicus brief, and again, an amicus brief is friend of the court, either through an amicus brief or through some other support where they are supporting Texas in this, this endeavor, which 20 states, you're thinking, wow, wow, 20 states have, have, have signed on to this. This has got to be something. But wait a minute, hold on. 22 states have also filed an amicus brief saying that they are against this litigation, against what they are, in, they're not in favor of what Texas is doing, and they think it should be tossed out. So you got about 20 states, and it could be more by the time I'm, I'm recording this, 20 states that are saying, hey, we agree and are on board with Texas. 20 states that say, hey, we are not on board with Texas. Now, <laughs> of those 20 states that say we are, well, Pennsylvania is one of them. That's right. Pennsylvania. Here it is from, uh, uh, this is a site called Whatfinger. They're kind of a fun site. Uh, you know, they basically are taking over or, you know, filling that void that Drudge has left the internet, if you will, of because Drudge used to be a little more right of center. Now he's completely left of center, completely. And sites like Whatfinger and Citizen Free Press have kind of filled that void. Well, Whatfinger breaking. This is from them. Pennsylvania will join Texas lawsuit against Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's just, but it's not just Pennsylvania. 
uh, GOP-led legislatures in Pennsylvania find amicus briefs in support of Texas case against their own state. So Pennsylvania and Georgia have filed an amicus briefs, again, that's friend of the court, in support of Texas. But Texas, uh, but, but Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and um, uh, Michigan have all filed an amicus brief against this, you know, because they the, they're the plaintiffs in this, right? So, or the defendants, I don't know. I just find this all just, uh, this is amazing stuff. It really is. If you go to the uh, supremecourt.gov website, because everything that happens is posted on the docket. And I mean, it's just row after row of things that have been posted or, or put in here, amicus briefs, opposition to motion, a motion for leave. Uh, you know, Donald Trump has filed as well to be a part of this. Donald Trump has asked that Ted Cruz uh, um, uh, hear the or argue the case if it gets selected by the Supreme Court. Uh, Lynn Wood has filed an amicus brief. So there's so many, but there's this one guy. Uh, let me see if I'm fine. His name is Ron Hauer. I don't know if I'm saying uh, his name right. It's uh, H-E-U-E-R. And he filed a, a complaint and intervention uh, submitted, and he's filed a ton of documents. I mean, I, w I went through a few of those this morning, and he's got a calendar from September all the way up, all the happenings, and specifically Wisconsin. He's filed it in uh, for Wisconsin, and he's got a, a, a blog. Uh, it's called the ronhauer.com. So it's you know, just his name, R O N H E U E R.com. Uh, and it's the Wisconsin Voter Alliance. They file suit in Wisconsin Supreme Court. And what Ron has done is just file an amazing amount of information. So if you want to see everything in Wisconsin, how it all played out, when the legislatures made decisions that they made, uh, all, all the irregularities, it's all in what Ron Hauer has posted on the, uh, what's that website again, supremecourt.gov. I tell you, this guy, ladies and gentlemen, this is just amazing. It's just amazing. Here we are. A lot of us who've never really delved into the Supreme Court, we all understand it for the most part. And now we're getting an absolute education. Now, you've got two factors, obviously, on this. You got one side in support of the president or in support of Texas, Texas actions. And then you got another side that is vehemently, I mean, vehemently against it. Now, the side in support of actions, I, I will argue have been pretty much calm. Uh, you know, you can argue reasonable, but the argument on the Texas side is that because of these four states changing their rules of how they elect a president of the United States at the last minute without the state legislature's uh, approval, you can argue, hey, you know what? That makes sense. I mean, you are disfranchising me uh, in these other states, in this one specific, Texas, by changing your rules, uh, not according to the Constitution of the United States. So, you know, that's a layman's view. I get it. I'm, I mean, most of us look at that, and that, to us, it's logical. That's just logical. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of legalities involved in this. So then they, the other side that's against this, man, they are um, passionate. I mean, uh, basically saying that it's the stupid lawsuit, uh, it, it's the most amateurish lawsuit. I mean, the vitriol coming from the side that's against this, to me, is telling. 
Uh, I'm not, I don't like to wear emotion on my sleeve, but the side that's against this have put their emotions on their sleeve, whether they think so or not. I mean, they think they're intelligent. They think they're brilliant. They think they're brilliant minds. But so what they do is they insult people. And when you have to do that, you're not a brilliant mind and you're not intelligent. If you have to go that low and insult all the people that support this, well, then I got problems with your argument because if you can't give a plain argument without devolving into vitriolic statements well then i don't want to hear you to be honest with you so i but it's there <clears throat> i'm not saying good bad or indifferent i it's you got two sides and it looks like these two sides are equal in weight if you will and what i mean by that is just as many people are arguing for it just as many people are arguing against it there are legal scholars arguing for it there are legal scholars arguing against it i mean it's right down the middle you just i mean there if if one side was heavier than the other side in their opinion then maybe you start giving some merit to it but at this point in time as i see it you got one side saying this the other side saying this and you got equal weight on both sides you got legal scholars on one side legal scholars on the other side at this point in time in my opinion all it is is an opinion of these people so I want to hear from the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Now, we should see something soon. In fact, by the time that I am recording this, by the time I finish, there may have been a decision from the Supreme Court. Now, there's all kind of rumors, and the rumors are that there's an infight in the Supreme Court. But, you know, you don't, all you need is a majority, uh, I believe. And I've seen several different things, but all you need is a majority to say, yeah, we're going to hear the case. It's on the docket, so now it's just got to be decided whether or not they're going to hear it. So now you've got the opinions of why. Um, now there's people on the, the side that supports Texas that are waffling. And they're waffling saying that the Supreme Court most likely will not hear this case because of how passionate people are against that, that if they do hear this case, then it will literally disenfranchise half of the United States. It'll, it'll piss people off is basically what their argument is. And the Supreme Court doesn't want to have anything of it. I don't know about that. I think we wait and see. Uh, we will know pretty soon. And uh, again, on the 14th of December, the Electoral College meets. If they meet and vote and Biden gets 270 plus electoral votes, Ladies and gentlemen, he is the vice president-elect. Could there be something that happens between then and uh, January 20th? Possibly. I heard Jenna Ellis talking about that really the, the hard cut date is January 6th. But I think we all know <clears throat> that the odds are stacked against President Trump at the Electoral College meets and anoints Joe Biden as president-elect. And I shouldn't say anoint you know, votes, the votes go his way and he gets the 270 plus votes. I mean, if that happens, then there you go. Um, but if it doesn't happen and he goes to the house, I honestly, that's what I want to see. And I, and I, for purely selfish reasons, I, 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 you know, I, I hate that we're divided as a country. Um, but you know what, this is a free country so far for right now. We have free speech. If I want to have an opinion, I can damn well have it. If I want to look at all of the evidence that say there are voting irregularities, YouTube, I can have it. Now, can I have it on your platform? All right. I get it. You're a private company. Sure, sure, you can kick me off your platform. You can kick everybody off your platform that you disagree with. That's fine. I mean, people will just start growing elsewhere. In fact, my Rumble channel has grown, um, geez, 
almost 50% in the last two days. So, I mean, there are other avenues and people will find them. I mean, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you're only hurting yourself. And you don't care. I know. I get it. You don't care because you're so big and the money is so wide and spread right now. But 75 million people roundabout voted for Donald Trump. And those 75 million people, I don't think this is going to go away quietly. Not the way this has happened. I wanted to go to the Supreme Court because let's say it goes to the Supreme Court. And you should, too, if you're on the left. You should want this to go to the Supreme Court. Because if this goes to the Supreme Court and is lost, and, and we, I'll say we because I side with Texas, and Texas loses, well, you should, then good. Then there you go. We took it all the way to the Supreme Court. Why are you resisting this? Why? You know why? They say, oh, waste people's time. No, it doesn't. I mean, you're talking 75 million Americans. Are they not worthy of having a, a, a solution, an outcome? I mean, a lot of you on the left are arguing that the courts have decided. No, no, they haven't. They haven't even heard a case yet. And you can argue 50 plus cases have been tossed out. They, not from the Trump team, no. <clears throat> so, I mean, why wouldn't you want this to go to the Supreme Court of the United States? And if Texas loses, then there you go. You got your win from the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Why don't you want that? I don't get it. Oh, wait a minute. Could it be that you're not so sure about your case? I mean, that's the reverse of it all, right? I mean, if you're so against it, you know, people are going to say, well, what are you afraid of? I mean, not, this is nonsense to say it's because you're wasting Americans' time. No, no, not at all. Anyway, <clears throat> we'll see how it plans out pretty darn quick we're gonna find out i would think today or possibly this weekend uh whether or not the supreme court's gonna hear the case and if they don't hear the case then there you go onward comes december 14th in the electoral college meets so let's talk about time magazine and their persons of the year so time magazine as i let the cat out of the bag earlier have selected joe biden and kamala harris as their person of the year, persons of the year. Now, why? Well, I guess because I don't know. I mean, there's a long article here telling me why they picked them, but it's so devoid of any substance, it's hard to figure it out. I mean, it goes on and talks about how, you know, the country's divided, they're going to bring them together. And well, I don't know about that. I mean, that's all conjecture. You don't know if they're going to be able to bring them together. And I'm going to give you something really quick. I'll show you what I don't think they'll be able to bring together, but they just go wax on and on and how it was a hard fought race. And uh, that uh, Joe Biden won against insurmountable odds, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's a long, I'll put it in my show notes. It's a long article that I got to tell you, it's hard to get through. But the first paragraph, the first paragraph to me, and this is where the left, and yeah, Time Magazine is of the left, and this writer is of the left too. Let's see, the writer's name is Charlotte Alter. Uh, the first paragraph to me just gives a grim outlook of the Biden presidency. I mean grim. Listen to this paragraph. I'm going to read it. 
And so if you're watching it on the video and you're a leftist, that's why I'm looking at my screen. I know I, I got to, you know, for you on the right, you, you get it. But the left, when they watch this, they don't understand. All right. They think I'm like Joe Biden. I have a big monitor here to read every speech. Now, if I was, I'd just be going like this. You know, if you're watching the video, you see what I just did. Right. I got I'm squinting my eyes, looking like I'm reading a, bear, a monitor. And by the way, have you seen his monitor? I mean, it's like the freaking movie screen size monitor. You know, this, this guy's 78 years old. His eyes are old. Anyway, here's the first paragraph. <clears throat> to get past the stage door entrance of the Queen Theater. Sorry, this is written very dramatically, so I'm, I'm going to have to say it very dramatically as well. To get past the stage door entrance of the Queen Theater, you need a negative COVID-19 test and a particular type of N95 masks. You have to promise not to eat or drink and answer a questionnaire about your recent whereabouts. And then comes the Secret Service protocol, the sweeps and the wands. Once you're in, the floors normally sticky with spilled drinks are instead dotted with distant marking tape for reasons that are obvious. This is where President-elect Joe Biden is basing his transition. And, President, and the President-elect Biden takes COVID-19 very very seriously is that not just grim i mean come on so you got you do, so you got the, the, the look at what the stage has said here he's the president elect and you're entering the queen theater the queen theater and you need to have a negative COVID-19 test. Just enter. This is like something out of the Matrix. It really is. So you've you got to enter into this dark cavern, the queen there. You must be tested to make sure that you are worthy to enter into the domain that is the president-elect. And here you got to wear this mask. It's an N95 mask. Uh, you got to promise not to eat or drink. That's forbidden in front of his majesty. And answer here this questionnaire to make sure you're worthy to visit the king in the queen's theater and once you're in the floor is normally sticky that's the sticky sound right with spilled drinks i mean now it, to me it's dark and nasty Ooh. or instead dotted with distance marking tape so they've taken a room that to, that sounds like it's pretty nasty sticky floors and all that it's going to be dark and now you got to put signs on the floor dots on the floor with distance marketing for reasons that are obvious you believe you believe you and this is where joe biden is basing his transition team Oh my God, I couldn't believe this when I read this. I mean, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever read in my life. And now Time Magazine is a joke. There's no doubt Time Magazine is a joke. I mean, they've been a joke for a number of years. Wasn't it like a, a couple of years ago where they sold themselves for like a dollar? But Time Magazine... Here's who had been persons of the year, and I get it. You know, they do. This is a person who's most influenced in the world at the time. So the first year they did it was in 1927. It was Charles Lindbergh. Hey, that's pretty decent guy. You know, transatlantic flight. That's pretty cool. Uh, next was Walter Chrysler. He oversaw the merger of Chrysler and Dodge. Yeah, that was pretty big back in 1928. Uh, 1929 is Owen D. Young. He was a chairman. He chaired a committee which authored 1929's Young Plan, a program for settlement of German reparations after World War One, Maybe we're getting a little left-wingy here, aren't we? But, you know, there's uh, Gandhi was a time uh, person, FDR, that, does, that makes sense, FDR again. Uh, then we go down, we go down 1938. You know where I'm going with this, several of you do. Adolf 
Hitler in 1938 was Time Magazine's Persons of the Year. But you're saying E, E, that was 1938. That was before World War II and before we knew he was such an evil man that killed six million Jews. Yeah, yeah, okay. So in 1939, let's give, you know, uh, by 1939, things are starting to happen, right? And by the way, this is what the notes were for Hitler. A German chancellor, Hitler oversaw the unification of Germany with Austria and the Sutherland in 1938. Uh, they annexed Austria, by the way. My mother or my wife's grandmother uh, fled Austria with her two sons. One of those sons are my wife's father because Hitler had taken over her country. She once shared with me at a Thanksgiving dinner, and she's since passed away, that she was a woman without a country or family without a country. She actually had to bribe a U.S. service member to get to the United States. This was all before World War II broke out. So Time Magazine at that time is lauding Adolf Hitler for uh, unification of Germany with Austria. He didn't, there was no unification. He took control. He took, he took over Austria. And my mother's grandmother, or my, I'm sorry, my wife's grandmother, my wife, by the way, not my mother, that would be farther down. My wife's grandmother was uh, exiled or was a refugee after or because of that move where uh, that unification, quote unquote, air quotes, of Austria. Uh, so anyway, so they wax on about Hitler. And so you would think, okay, maybe they got their act together. So in 1939, who do they select? Joseph Stalin. That's right. That's right. Back to back, we have a fascist, and then we have a communist right there. Woohoo! Time Magazine, you so cool. Uh, but then, you know, 1940, Winston Churchill, uh, Churchill was Prime Minister of the United Kingdom during the 1940 Dunkirk evacuation and the Battle of Britain. And then FDR again, okay, but then wait, Time Time Magazine says, hold on, we've given it to two people that oversaw, you know, free nations uh, to, to win the war. Let's throw a bone to communism again. And in 1942, they gave it again, once again, to Joseph Stalin. That's right, Joseph Stalin. Stalin. In 1942, Stalin was General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and Premier of the Soviet Union, overseeing the Battle of Stalingrad. So, Time Magazine, and you know, there's several people they've given through over the year. Obama's gotten it, of course. Trump got it in 2016. Dwight Dean Eisenhower, FDR. I mean, you know, it's all over the place. So, I'll give them that. There are conservatives on there. There are leftists on there. Uh, there's nonsense on there. So, like, in 1993, they gave it to the peacemakers. Ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Um, in, 19, in 2002, they gave it to the whistleblowers. Again, ridiculous. And then the worst ball, the worst one, was in 2006. They gave it to you. That's right. That was individual content creators. You. That's who they gave it to. Uh, Vladimir Putin has gotten it. Uh, let's see. Zuckerberg has gotten it. Uh, this one was another one of my favorite. The Ebola fighters. <sighs> the silence breakers. The guardians. And Greta Thunberg. She got it in 2019. And then that was last year, of course. So now it's Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Now, here are the contenders, by the way, for the Time Magazine Poison of the Year. Uh, Joe Biden, of course. Donald Trump was a contender. Frontline healthcare workers and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, and the movement for racial justice. So instead, they gave it to um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So 
could you argue that it's racist because they didn't give it to uh, the movement for racial justice? I don't know. Some are probably going to say that. Some are probably going to say it was because right, they're racist. So anyway, if we go on into the um, um, Time Magazine article of Biden, here's another paragraph I'll read to you. Okay, again, leftist. So I'm going to read that. I'm going to read the paragraph. Okay, just so you know. Just so you know. That's why I'm not looking at the camera. As Biden sees it, trusting his instincts and turning out the naysayers is a big reason why he's going to be the next commander in chief. They said he was too old, too unsteady, too boring. That is pledged to restore the soul of a nation. Remember that part. His pledge to restore the soul of a nation felt like antiquated hokum at a moment when Hurricane Trump was tearing through America, ripping through institutions, chewing up norms and spitting them out this is so dramatic i got widely criticized biden recalls for saying that we had to not greet trump with clenched fists but more with open hand uh, that we weren't going to respond to hate with hate to him it wasn't about fighting trump with righteous vengeance or probing any deeper rot that might have contributed to his ascent. Biden believed most voters simply wanted reconciliation after four years of combat, that they craved decency, dignity, experience, and competence. What I got most criticized for was, I said we had to unite America, he says. I never came off that message. I don't think people have heard your message, Joe. And um, I'm just saying because, well, listen to this million people that voted for Donald Trump. These people have revealed themselves for the racist that they are, for the tribalist that they are. You think that's every Trump voter? They voted for this consciously knowing what Donald Trump stood for for the last four years. They know him. Yeah, you are being targeted, but not because you're victims because you're victimizing the rest of us. And I don't think that they should be forgotten. And I don't think that we should look the other way. I think we need to remember. People must remember and hold you to account. I do think that people need to be held accountable. How much are we gonna just let pass by? You cannot come into this White House with the idea that these people aren't the enemy. They are. The hottest places in hell are reserved for those who are time of moral crisis remain neutral. Shame on them. They are going to lose way more than this election. We want the prison so filled with Trumps and Trump flunkies and Trump apologists and Trump enablers that we have to convert Trump buildings into new goddamned Trump prisons. We want enough of them in there that they can hold reunions and birthday parties. Uh, I, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, listening to that or watching that, if you're watching a video, doesn't sound much like they want reconciliation. Uh, doesn't sound like they crave decency, dignity, or experience and competence there. They want revenge. They want you punished. Ladies and gentlemen, the left don't, they're not, they don't care about you. They don't want to reconcile anything. They want to push you down. They want to mute you. They want to shut you up. They want you hurt. They want to hurt your business. They want to hurt you. They want to hurt you financially. They want you destroyed. That is the left. The left is, has no interest whatsoever in uniting the right 
and the left. They have no interest whatsoever in uniting Trump voters over to Biden's side, if you will. No interest whatsoever. They are angry and they want revenge. And who do they want revenge from? They want revenge from you who supported Trump for these four years and who possibly voted for Trump. They want revenge. The left are not nice people. I'm sorry. They just aren't. They're full of hate. They're full of vitriol. I don't know who hurt them. I, you know, I'm sure they have, many of them have the, the, the therapist that said, here, on the doll, please show me where Trump hurt you. Because they are so angry. They won. They, uh, and, you know, if you look at what's going on right now, they, they, they are cheering from the rooftops that they won, that this election needs to come to an end now. You need to shut up. You need to stop arguing because you guys lost. And you need to come to the realization that Trump's not going to be president. You idiots, you. They're not, they're not being nice. Listen to that tape. This is what we can come to expect. Now, if Biden wins, oh, and I know, I know several on the left to say Biden's already won. He's not won. Trump is not conceded. Trump will concede, by the way, if the moment comes that he must. He's not going to, and you notice how the left has stopped talking about how Trump's not going to leave the White House. It's funny how they stopped saying that, right? I mean, Trump has pretty much said, hey, look, if it, if, if it comes out that I lost, I lost. I'll leave the White House. So they finally shut up about that. But why wouldn't you on the left? Why? I'm speaking to you directly. You leftist. Why wouldn't you want this to go to the Supreme Court? Why don't you want this heard? I mean, if it's heard and it's nonsense and it gets, it gets um, voted out in the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court decides for Biden, or I guess it would be deciding for the four states against Texas, wouldn't you want that? I mean, I don't understand why you're so afraid of it actually getting inside a court of law because it hasn't yet. There's been no case that's been tried yet. Why are you afraid of this? I think we know why you're afraid of this. Because you know. You know the American people aren't on your side. You know. Deep down, you knew. You know you lost this election. Even if Biden wins the White House, deep down, you know you have lost this election. And how do you know you lost the election? Because you've lost the states. You lost the state legislatures. In fact, they gained the Republicans gained in state legislatures, and they hold a lot of power. And you're afraid of this Texas lawsuit because if Texas wins, those state legislatures, their power has now been realized. And that is what you're afraid of. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. The left is afraid that if Texas wins this, then it shows the power that the state legislatures have and Republicans control the majority of the state legislatures in this country. State legislatures have a lot of power. They are our firewall. We may lose the Senate seats here in the state of Georgia. And if we do that, our firewall is the state legislatures. Yes, the Senate is a firewall, and we need them. We need them to win. I've, I've expressed my, my, how I feel about this Senate race, both of these Senate races here in the state of Georgia. I will be voting for both Republicans here in the state of Georgia as I am a resident of Georgia. I am a registered voter in the state of Georgia. I will be voting for the Republican candidates, and I highly encourage you, if you live and reside in the state of Georgia legally, to vote for 
the Republican candidates as well to keep that firewall alive that the left doesn't because if that firewall breaks down then we will see the court stacked and then the firewall that will be tested after that will be the state legislatures and that right there is why the left fears this case so much Anyway, thanks you for listening to this segment of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Please do visit our social media sites. Give us a like, a follow, a share, five-star rating, and of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And don't do it with just our channel. If you listen to other conservative channels, uh, libertarian channels, uh, Republican channels, but primarily conservative channels, do the same thing. Help them in their algorithm as well because, hey, I say it a lot and it's so true and it's on a coffee mug on my website, which is in my show notes, by the way, where you can purchase any product, uh, PBL product. It, life is not the matrix. It is an algorithm.